Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of your favorite movies and shows. We focus on representation and the voices that are ignored. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds. My name is Lee, a.k.a. Watson. Lee, I'm here, my boy. Yes. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neebs, a.k.a. Watch with Neebs, and I'm here with my co-host, Jeff, a.k.a. DJ Purgle. DJ Purgle. <laughs> that what? might be my new DJ name, actually, because I actually really love that. Yeah, man, let's do it. DJ Purgle, mm-hmm. all about the whales. Hell yeah. And we have to introduce our third member of Salam Nerds, who's been on this episode or this show so many times that he's an honorary member. Razi, what up? Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Can DJ we... Ridiculous in the house, aka Save the Whales. <laughs> Save oh, the man. Whales. I love it. Do I have to make a nickname for you too now? I have to make nicknames for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo. Can we give him the co-host badge? Well, how do you how do we do that? Razi, so you know how you said you were looking like trying to become a guest? Can we can we call you a co-host? Can you go to, uh, go to the brown me. random brown guy? That grabbed off the street. I'm, I'm down, man. The, the, the fans, the fans love Ruddy. They told us during the Last of Us, oh, they're big awesome. fans. There's a few oh, people who who gets really cool callbacks and mentioned. Uh, one of them is you, Ruzzy. The other one is Ruby. Awesome. People really like Ruby when yeah. she's on. Like mm-hmm. they like her a lot. And also, uh, there's Richard, Cat Lady, JJ. Um, oh yeah, those guys are popular too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love when we have them on there. It's so much fun. We got to get uh, Cat Lady JJ back on too because she is also a Star Wars fan. So we can get her Ooh. on also. Yeah, she's Ooh, a big yes. fan. Yeah, yeah. Intergalactic DJ Pergo. What's up, Michael? <laughs> Michael is in the chat, man. MTF in the house. MTF What's the up? third. Yes. Oh, man. Love it. Love it. All right. Listen, we, we had a little technical difficulties with episode one, but episode two should go a lot smoother, hopefully. Inshallah, brother. <laughs> yes. All right. So this episode starts off with Ren in the hospital. And, uh, you know, Ahsoka gives her that you've done enough <laughs> speech, which like every every master does to their Padawan, <laughs> which I thought was really, really interesting. Um, what are your thoughts about Ahsoka and Ren's relationship, Ruzzi? Ooh, uh, this is where I want to dig deeper. I hope episode three um, or maybe some other episode has a flashback that digs into the gap years between um, where this end episode ends, which is the same, I guess, timeline as the uh, Rebels and the, uh, becoming a Padawan. <laughs> I want to know what happened. 
so I'm, I'm very eager to kind of dig deep into this and, um, but there's a lot of tension. So yeah. Jazz, do you I'm think sure we'll, we'll get, about. Jazz, do you think we'll get some flashbacks or do you think oh, they'll just like, for yeah, sure. We'll get flashbacks, man. There's no way we will not. Cause sometimes they'll just like explain it in words or in conversations. But like, I really want to see a flashback. I want to see like, you know, Ahsoka and Sabine in their prime. There's a story Ooh, here for sure. Needs. <laughs> so good. You, you hit the nail on the head, man. There's a story here for sure because Ahsoka and Sabine Wren are two integral parts of like Star Wars universe and lore, right? To yeah. have them falling apart, if they simply just do it in conversation, I think that would be a disservice to all the fans and to fans of the lore. I think they have to do something bigger with it. And maybe it may not happen in the next episode. I'm kind of hoping it does. But I wouldn't mind a Sabine Wren spinoff show for a few episodes. I, I wouldn't mm. mind that either. Uh, Michael nice. here says he loves the complicated master Padawan relationships. Those are really good. Let's talk about that for a second. Who are some of your favorite master Padawan relationships? Because we got Qui-Gon with Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan with Anakin, Anakin with Snips, <laughs> aka Ahsoka. Now we got Ahsoka with uh, with Sabine. Is, does that make Sabine like the the great great grand Padawan of like? Like <laughs> <Qui> on, <yeah. laughs> that's how it works. Technically, not forget Luke, Master oh, yeah, Luke. Yeah. Oh yeah, Obi Wan also taught Luke. That's true. We that's got true. we got, and then Luke taught Grogu. I guess maybe. Yeah, <laughs> he also and, taught Leia. Uh, Y'all forgetting a very good one. Luke and Ben Solo. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah Luke and Kylo Ren. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a oh, lot. Yoda. Can't forget Yoda. And Yoda. Yeah, of course. Master Yoda. That's true. Oh, and, and Doku and Qui-Gon. That's right. That's a, that's the one I want to see. That's a Actually, great yeah. one. Yeah. Like, Two Qui legends. Yeah, Qui-Gon was not always like 100% with the Force. He was just like, ah, the Force is there, <laughs> right? <laughs> it just happened to be there. <laughs> and then Doku was really the one who kind of like was like, hey, I don't know if the Jedi is doing the right things. And, you know, he went too far to the other side. But I don't know. Man had a point, man. Sometimes it, it, it's a little sketch. But, yeah, man, Doku is is a good one. What about Yoda <clears throat> and Dooku? Uh, that's a good one too. There was a cartoon that 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 had uh, they gave us a little bit more of uh, Doku's uh, what you call it past, I believe. Doku and I Clone believe uh, Qui Gon. Yeah, I think it was an episode of Clone Wars, maybe. I, I can't remember honestly which episode, which show or which episode it was, but yeah, that was. It. I remember seeing that. That was really interesting. I, I love to see someone go into the dark side and and how it's like seduces them. I I love that. It's kind of really really cool. Speaking of I the dark like... side, how about Darth Plagueis and uh, Darth Sidious? Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's, that's a good. good one. That's I a good. I would love one. to see that. Yeah. Yeah. And we, uh, okay, we got, MTF saying it was Tales of the Jedi. That's what it was. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, what it was. That's right. Tales that's of the right. Jedi, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that had a lot to do with Ahsoka too. So if you have not watched Tales of the Jedi, I recommend you do. It talks about when Ahsoka was born and when she was a baby. Uh, really cool because you get to see how Ahsoka is actually like Daisy coded. She's like South Asian in, in, a, in a lot of ways when you see that, which I thought was pretty cool. Like when you see I the clothing, it. yeah, when you see the clothing you wear, and she oh, refused to be an engineer. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he refused to be a doctor? Is that what? She refused to be a Jedi, so technically. <laughs> oh, yeah, I true. mean, I she's following in the footsteps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's really, really cool. So I, I, I really like that. Um, all right. Then we see a little bit more of uh, Hera and Ren have a little bit of a conversation. Uh, and it was, it felt, it felt very uh, nostalgic to see them have a little bit of a conversation with each other. Uh, and, you know, she's like, she told her, you know, Ahsoka will get over it. And Sabine's a little, like, upset, but Hera's like, don't worry about it. And it, it felt like all times again. Like, you know they have a history. And I thought that was really, really cool. Jazz, what are your thoughts about the conversation that Ahsoka, uh, not Ahsoka, um, Hera had with Ren? Captain Syndulla is such a mom here. Like, yeah. she knows <laughs> what sabine needs to hear but also she was firm enough to be like hey i know you screwed up it'll be fine but like it's like love but also you know the veggies that go with it right it's not just dessert but there's also some broccoli there she's like yeah you screwed up but it's okay learn from it do better and she's such a mom and i love that whole back and forth they had It it was just so perfect big fan big fan of that um and then we get to see a little bit of the bad guys i would say you know the um captain morgan wait is she a captain or is that just a drink (laughs) (laughs) that's a drink (laughs) none of us would know captain morgan i'm very surprised you know what that is but okay (laughs) i was like that sounds familiar but it doesn't sound right Uh, she's a general she's general morgan right i think she's a general yeah. <laughs> uh, general morgan and then we see the two who maybe sit um and we get to see what they're really after and it seems like balon is after power uh which is what they want out of this whole situation which i thought is interesting like the jedi are all gone um and they seem to want power what were your thoughts on that? Were you guys really surprised that like that's what they're after? Not after money, not after fame, not after like some kind of like, you know, some Jedi redemption or Sith redemption or religious thing that they're doing with, you know, the Sith lore or Jedi lore. They just want power. What were your thoughts on that? Me or Rosie? Uh go with you, Jess. Let's go with you. Okay. So I think this is a very good point they're making here right normally we see the sith want something more right like bring somebody mm-hmm. back to life or absolute power blah blah, blah. like oh, i want to rule this you know empire but to have people who are not exactly that archetype yep it's it's good because now you understand how people can be corrupted by the dark side of the force even though right it's not just like, you're not always going to be a Jedi. You're not automatically good forever, right? It's showing that there are ways the dark side can tempt you over time, and this is a trial you will have. And it wasn't just a trial Anakin went through. It's a trial every Jedi goes through. So mm-hmm. seeing more of the humanity behind it and some of the absolutism of the Jedi Order, this shows why it's in conflict and why we have characters like Anakin, Ben, on and on, and that... You know, as we find out later in some of the sequel movies, that the Jedi Order should be, you know, remade from the ground up. That's exactly why Yoda 
did the whole lightning thingy and destroyed all the archives that Luke had. Yeah. So it's really cool to see that. I think, like, you know, one of y'all mentioned last week that uh, Dave Filoni takes the shows just to fix the movies. Mm-hmm. I think this is what's uh, happening here as well. And so they're showing more of a reason why that had to have happened. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Resi, what about you? What are your thoughts? You know, I keep thinking about how these two, and I like, I keep calling them force wielders um, because I, they're not Jedi. They said we're no Jedi, but they don't seem quite like Sith. Yeah. It's not has nothing to do with the red sabers. I think it just they're they're very different in the sense that um uh sati is more like i mean she she feels more evil than yeah. her master i mean she seems unhinged um she definitely seems like she could go the route of you know ben solo at you know peak kylo ren um, she got that crazy look in her eyes she does she's got the crazy look um but her master I can't quite get a read on him. And I, I know we'll talk at the end of the show uh, on the end of the episode and his comments, but that I think resonates with me most on what captures him as a character. Um, and I'm really eager to kind of even dig into his past too and learn more about him, probably more so than I, I would say, like on par with um, the Sabine and Ahsoka um, master uh, apprentice relationship. Me too. I'm really looking forward to that. Also, the the chat's popping off right now. Let's share some of these comments. So, this is what we're all thinking of, right? So, Michael said, "Speaking of mom, when are we going to see Jaden? Is it Jaden or Jason? I thought it was Jason. Jaden, I think. Yeah, it's Jaden. Is it Jaden? I thought it was Jason. Okay, yeah. so that's going to be awesome if we get to see that. That would be so cool." Uh, this Inferno says something that's really cool. He goes, what if this new galaxy has its own Jedi order? That's crazy. Oh, that would be dope. That would be wild. Yeah, it's Jason. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, uh, I think the new world, I think that would be very similar to the Jedi Survivor game and just like this hidden world that, yeah. you know, you're trying to work, you know, get to. That would be really, really That'd cool, be man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Michael says, what is this new galaxy has there a whole other kind of force users? That would be really cool. That'd be nuts. I think that, that's where it's headed, actually, because we have several characters who are force users, but they're not Jedi or Sith. I mean, Ahsoka at this point isn't a Jedi. Grogu right. isn't a Jedi. Asajj yeah. Ventress technically isn't Sith. Um, you could argue Leia was never a full Jedi. Uh, same with yeah. the number of characters in Rebels too, right? The kind of like the um, both wolves and were connected to the Force. You had, mm-hmm. you know, other animals and creatures were connected Bendu. to the Force. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. Let's think about it from a meta perspective, right? Uh, from a perspective of storytelling and a perspective of, you know, uh, making genres and, and expanding the franchise going into different galaxies is almost like having like a multiverse in the star Wars franchise. Right. And it'd be really, really cool where you go into a completely different galaxy with completely different people uh, and focus on that. And then everything can be, uh, you know, canonically correct and it won't bleed over into the main timeline and the main storyline with the Jedi's and the Sis and everyone else having an extra galaxy far away with everything new 
there is so much potential, so much to play with there. I think is really, really cool uh, from a perspective. Oh, but I know fans are getting mad at that. And so I think what they're trying to do is they are doing that, but they're cleverly tying it into different pieces of the lore already. Mm. And as MTF in the comments said, Dave Filoni is the all-time master of the patch, and this is where we're going. <laughs> so let me ask you this question. What if where we're going is not a galaxy in a place, but in time? Like, what if we actually go back in time? Because there is a little bit of time travel in Rebels. Okay, that is a can of worms. And I know they're going to make shows about that later. Because there's no way they can leave that thread, like, open like that. There, there's for sure going to happen. That's going to happen in the future. But in the context of Ahsoka and right now, it's not a thing. But you are spot You think it's on, too early? Man. That's going to happen. I think it's too early right now, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it is too early. Oh, God, Rosie. You think it's too... Uh... Uh, go ahead, Rosie. <laughs> no, I, th- I I mean, that's literally what happens, I think, in the second to last episode of Rebels, where right. Ezra pulls Ahsoka out, right? So, I mean, how are you going to address the fact that, you know, that she's her, she was, you know, had unknown whereabouts for, like, a whole season, and then she pops up at the end, and then she's in Mando, and then she has her own show. So... There's a lot, lot to uncover. Actually, I take it back. There might be a chance they address that in the Ahsoka show, just tie it all together and leads into more other things. So maybe there is going to be a time travel aspect to this show. That'll be wild. That'll be that'll be amazing. All right, sounds pretty cool. All right, so let's break it down to the normal people working in the empire and this galaxy because they go to this shipyard in Corellius, mm-hmm. which is where we see Han Solo. Han Solo is where uh, like he gets his start. So a cool little reference there. Um, people are just working at the shipyard and they're asking us, are they X empire? And they're like, yeah, we're X empire everywhere, but they're just regular people. You know, all they care about is money. And the guy who also is Tao on House is where I recognize him. Uh, he was like, yeah, I am just, you know, my loyalty is to my stakeholders. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm buying this. All right, fair enough. And then Hera and Ahsoka go and do a little bit more digging. And this one robot rats them out. <laughs> She's like, yeah, there was definitely a robot that like we didn't know about. <laughs> and it prevented me from doing my job. And then. Yeah. yeah, the HVAC robot or the H1B1 robot, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> H1B1 robot. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, and then all of these little XM Empire people started shooting up. What were your thoughts about that whole situation? Because I, I thought I, I was falling for it. I was like, oh, most of the people in the in the world don't really care. They just want to get paid. And then these people were actually loyal to the Empire. Um I don't know. What are your thoughts about that? Why are people still loyal to the Empire? Regular people, just blue-collar schmoes. <laughs> you want me to go first? Ruzzy, Let's go with Ruzzy. Ruzzy can yeah. take this one first. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, you know, the, the whole aspect of corruption here, I think there's a little bit more to that. I mean, Ahsoka says that, you know, it's because of greed. I mean, sure, that's like the simplistic answer, but 
you know, there's more to it than that. Are, are there like, it's like the ex, you know, empire, like providing like protection rackets? Are they asking for money from, you know, uh, businesses from like the different companies that are using the shipping container, uh, the shipping yard? So, I mean, I think there's like, there's definitely a lot more nuance and as someone who's followed corruption <laughs> professionally, um, there's a lot more <laughs> to it than that. So I don't know. I, 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 I dig it, but I want more. I don't know. It's just something, I, but I, I mean, I thought the, uh, you know, um, what happened afterwards when she jumped out the window, that was just, sorry, that's so badass. <laughs> so that was cool. definitely badass. But before we get into that, I do want to mention this comment from Michael right here. He goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, Chad, did you click it or did I click it? You clicked it. All right, here it is. It's showing up. It's showing up. Oh, did I just click there it twice? Go. Yeah. So he's saying we need more evil right. corporations, Star Wars. Like hints of Andor, like and then, little hints of. Yeah. yeah. And then he called it Galactic Halliburton. Galactic Halliburton. The Emperor gave the a one percent a tax cut. Uh. <laughs> Michael, that's, you got some jokes, man. Michael's got some jokes. He's so today. on point. That's the whole reason why he is on point. corruption and all this exists in our world, right? Exactly. When certain people get benefits from, you know, their respective governments, they will support them wholeheartedly and do whatever they can to retain power and maintain that power. It's why a lot mm -hmm. of corporations will always donate to, you know, in America, our Republican Party and the Democratic Party because they just want to be able to you know pass policy that benefits them while certain you know parties will favor one company over another based on that policy uh other the other party will not in our two-party system but that's why like i'm glad they're showing this because it's showing just how easy it is to corrupt based on greed and just the desire for more money or contracts or whatever else in the world mm. Interesting. And yes, Galactic Halliburton right. has to go down because we need to save our planet from global warming. Hottest yeah, yeah, yeah. summer on record, my God. Yes. Uh, and then while this is happening, uh, Sabine is still back in the hospital and she has her little conversation with Hu Yang about the lightsaber and how it's Ezra's lightsaber. Uh, and she said, you know, she's made some modifications on it. And if you make modifications on a lightsaber, it's technically yours. So it's her lightsaber. And he did say she was the <laughs> the worst student <laughs> or worst Padawan he ever seen in terms of like uh, <laughs> the force. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I said earlier, I feel like this is a writer's out because they don't want her to have or, or lean on her Jedi power. They want her to lean on her Mandalorian powers or her rebels attitude and stuff like that more right so i think that's why they did that so i thought that was fun but yes back with ruzzy was saying uh ahsoka just jumps out through the mirror uh the window like a badass i thought that was really cool but what got me all excited was get the phantom ready and i was like oh man if we see the phantom we're probably going to see ghosts we're going to see the ship and um we're going to see Chopper. <laughs> and then we, see, and then lo and behold, we get to see our homie Chopper <laughs> in the car. And as she's, as she's like following this ship that has a classified hyper speed engine or hyperdrive, um, 
Chopper's like, why don't we just blow it out of <laughs> out of the air? And she's like, no, it'll fall and kill all the people below and he goes is that bad <laughs> <laughs> our favorite war criminal <laughs> oh my god oh, man i love so funny <laughs> yeah he's so great he's so great yeah, yeah and you can actually understand him in the show oh. which is kind of i i don't know if it's like uh a little unsettling or if i enjoy it but we'll see we'll, we'll just keep going but i love chopper he's definitely the mvp our favorite war criminal. <laughs> He's definitely done some sus stuff uh, in the past. I, I do believe that. But, yeah. but I love the fact that you can actually understand him. It's not like uh, yeah. R2-D2 where it's just like beeps and boops and bleep, bleep, blap. Like, or uh, BB-8. Like, you can almost yeah. understand Chopper, which I like. I was going to make uh, the R2-D2 screaming noise real quick but i was like nah let's not real quick. so but before we uh move on to that one thing i do want to mention about uh that scene where they're fighting below where ahsoka is i was yes. so hoping she would do what anakin does where he's like just uses the force and pulls the ship back but you know i guess I we're not there yet. it would have been so cool uh, if she did that <laughs> yeah i feel like that's We've seen Anakin do that. We also see Ray do that. And you know how dudes are when like people do that. They're like, oh, he's not supposed to be that powerful yet, or blah, blah, blah. So I don't want to hear any of that stuff. So I'm kind of glad it didn't happen because fanboys are, are always complaining about something. Uh, but I did like her fight with the Inquisitor. Uh, we don't know which Inquisitor it is, but that was that was really cool. And the part that I really loved is when he gets the helicopter, <laughs> helicopter, helicopter, yep. like the lightsaber, and he throws it, and then he runs onto the ship, and then he like uses the force to bullet back, and Ahsoka doesn't even look. She does like the no look dodge. Oh, that was that was so dope. Rosie, what are your thoughts? Oh yeah, that was straight an Anakin move right there. She just went like this, and then that was it. I mean, and Anakin did that as well. So it's just. So great. Let's uh, yeah. let's, uh, and let's see who this character is. I want to I want to learn all about him and if he is actually an Inquisitor because that's definitely an Inquisitor blade, no yeah. doubt about that. And I don't I didn't detect any Force, you know, capabilities. Um, but who knows? I, I don't know if you yeah. saw that in the fight. I did not see anything that would you know uh, make me feel like there was something familiar about this person so i don't know there was an inquisitor in i believe rebels that died oh many yeah so it could be that person but we don't know yeah we don't know if it's that person but inquisitors are technically force sensitive so maybe we just didn't see the force action here hmm. well well he does pull the the lightsaber back right when uh yeah. she dodges it without well, using the mm -hmm. force That's so true, he yeah. does there, have a little bit there is a force yeah. okay yeah i, I was thinking like yeah. in the fight at least <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. In the theory, fight, there yeah. wasn't. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was cool. I'm 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 excited to see who that person is. Uh, maybe there's somebody from the video game that would be that would be dope. We don't oh, know. Wow. We don't know. All right. Well, before we go into the next part, uh, let's take a quick break for commercials, and we'll be right back. And we're back, guys. All right. So, 
Chopper is trying to, you know, make some more crimes happen, and uh, Ahsoka <laughs> lost the Inquisitor, and we're trying to figure out what's happening next. Uh, in the meantime, we do see Sabine go back and get all her Mandalorian armor, and she sits down and kneels. I'm like, okay, is she is she about to pray? What is she about to do? And then she kind of just like <laughs> cuts off her hair, and I know in, um in one of the rebels she says she doesn't like to have long hair and wear the helmet because it keeps her hot so you're like oh okay she is going to definitely you know start getting into some action start fighting some stuff so that was really really cool um i don't know i thought it was really really cool what are your thoughts when you see sabine getting ready to go back into action rezzy it's great i think uh, it gave me a lot of canon vibes um, when he chopped off his hair and got ready for one of the final battles in the Rebels show. Um, and it, like he had it laid out. She had it laid out almost exactly the same way. So it's definitely a callback to that. Um, it is a callback to Kenny. Yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah. And uh, I like the look. I mean, that's kind of like what we know her as. And can I just say that out of like everyone so far, obviously like, you know, you know, Ahsoka was fan casted, but like Sabine's casting is so on point. I mean, she like definitely, you know, carries the vibes from her TV show persona in a way that like I haven't seen. I like others. I'm sure we'll see, but this like just blows it away. So I'm loving it so far. I agree. Great choice. I agree. Solid choice. Jazz, what are your thoughts? It was interesting because like let's go back to her talk with Hu Yang, right Hu Yang did a great job playing devil's advocate here like oh well you never indicated you wanted to go back and sabine she was conflicted with herself because at this point i think she realized that okay yes although ahsoka did have to do a lot and she had her own journey she had to take care of a lot of things in the universe you know maybe there is something on me as well because i didn't continue my training i didn't you know try to reach out and it was good because it felt more like an apology almost so seeing her mm -hmm. chop her hair off i think it was uh like what is it the not it's not grief but like the acceptance stage almost where she's like mm -hmm. okay maybe i did screw up here maybe there is more to this you know what let's put the past behind us let's move forward and it was just really yeah. cool to see them and her accepting it like accepting herself and almost forgiving herself by yeah. chopping the hair off and so just seeing her heal there that was really cool so this last... whole time oh go ahead resi oh i was just gonna say i think in the last episode we may have talked about how you have sabine who's a mandalorian trying to be a jedi but in the Mandalorian, you have Grogu, a Jedi, trying to become a Mandalorian. I just hmm. think it's quite quite interesting how you have that those two like, oh. and, and hence you have what you have. Uh, we have a comment in the chat that definitely, you know, it speaks to that. Yeah, Michael says he can't wait till uh, Sabine meets Grogu. So that'll be really really cool. That'll be a cool little crossover. So very excited to see that. But you know what was really interesting to me? So we obviously know that Ahsoka and Sabine had a falling out. And knowing Sabine, 
I thought it was her. She was being a little difficult, you know, and, and she, it was her who initiated the breakoff. But we learned from Hera that it was actually Ahsoka who initiated that. I thought I was surprised. Like the master giving up on the Padawan is unheard of. That's wild. What did you guys think of that? Jab, you want to go first? So, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I had something there. Come back to me. All right, let's go to Rezzy. Let's go to Rezzy. All right. Yeah, I think, I think it does say a lot for her withdrawing or or you know, um, you know, being cut off from the force. Um, yeah. Or I shouldn't say cut off from the force. I mean, I guess that's how she describes it. Um, I mean, she you know, left the Jedi um, order, um, albeit through pretty terrible circumstances. But I think, you know, that's still clouding her. Same with, you know, her master, you know, turned to Darth Vader, I'm sure is very much kind of preventing her from kind of taking on uh, a Padawan. And it's just not a great time for Jedis in, in the galaxy. I mean, granted, you have the end of the empire, but I mean, from what we know, like in uh, the main trilogy, uh, Luke was one of the very few, um, you know, force sensitive um, people that are out there. Um, I think, and then we're obviously well, well before the um, sequels to the sequel trilogy. So we're at this time where there are not many. So, I mean, to cut yourself off and to like stop, you know, to prevent yourself from teaching someone else, I don't know. We'll see how things pan out. But I guess, you know, when when where there's tension and conflict, that invites a really good story. Yeah, I do feel like there is a lot of trauma there from her whole experience with Anakin, uh, especially with him going to the dark side, especially with his fight with Ahsoka uh, in Rebels. I think there is a lot of, you know, like scar there in terms of like what it's like to have a Padawan, the responsibilities, uh, the guilt that comes from it. And I think there came a point where she was like, it was more that she didn't think she was good enough to be a master instead of Sabine not being good enough to be a Padawan. And I think we're going to get to learn that. I hope they, they explore that because that looks really, really good. Jav, you have a thought about it yet? Yeah, or so, no? yeah um, there, Rosie mentioned a very good point about how she wasn't sure if she'd be a good student or if Sokka would be a great master. But I think this could also stem from the trauma in that Rebels fight at the end where Ahsoka did fight Anakin. And she probably does blame herself a bit like, you know, I wasn't good enough to bring Anakin back. This is, yeah, like, I mean, I'm just reading the comments real quick. MTF just said it. Ahsoka's probably creating a lot of self-doubt after what happened between her and Anakin. That, yeah. You know, she feels like maybe she isn't good enough to be a Jedi, either as a student or a master. And I think we're going to be exploring a lot of that trauma here, which is going to be really cool to see. I am really excited to see that. All right. Well, that's where the episode lifts off. Be before we talk about the end, they do show what that hyperdrive was being used for. And it was for a huge machine called the Eye of Scion. And what is Star Wars if not um some machine getting built <laughs> it was some death star <laughs> so, 
some Death Star Part Two. So, yeah. uh, we got like freaking like, Andor part making part. a little compartment with screws and stuff with the Death Star. There's always something being built. So in oh. this one, we have the Eye of Zion. What are your thoughts of the Eye of Zion? What do you think that's going to be, Rezzy? I think it's so. I actually just watched, or I should say, rewatched Interstellar last night, and so it was such a beautiful, amazing movie. I think with the Eye of Scion, I think it's going to do something where it creates a uh, good one. Um, not to be <laughs> not confused, to be confused. With the Eye of Sauron. That's <laughs> <laughs> a different podcast. <laughs> different podcast. Um, but like something like a wormhole. Right. It will be something that will just kind of transport you to another part of the galaxy. And I think that's kind of generally what's going to happen. So I don't think it's going to be one of those killer, you know, planet killers. Uh, but I think it'll be more of, uh, you know, some new intergalactic technology that maybe didn't exist before. Although this is, I think, maybe something that's also going beyond, um, you know, the typical hyperdrives that are out there um, where you can, you know, jump to, light speed and what have you so we'll see this also has a lot of significance because uh scion is the name of dark scion who first appeared in star wars knights of the old republic the sith lords and he was a member of sith triumvirate you know with the she what was her name darth nihilus and darth treya and they almost succeeded yeah they almost succeeded in destroying (laughs) the jedi order so i mean like the callbacks here and the easter eggs are dropping it's it's really interesting because I'm curious. Like, could they be building back the Sith Triumvirate again? Because that would be really cool. Ooh, that would be interesting. All right. Well, uh, speaking of Easter eggs, let's talk about some Easter eggs on this episode. So, why don't we go to one more commercial break and we'll be right back with some Easter eggs? And we're back, guys. All right. We're going to go into some quick Easter eggs, uh, and then we'll just, you know, wrap up the episode. I think a few of them we kind of already went over, right? So the episode is called, what, Toil and Trouble, which is a reference to Macbeth. And the Night Sisters do come in threes. So that's going to be very interesting, as they are witches. And when they use the star map, you see the green glow. And their magic usually stems from the green color, which I thought is really, really interesting. That's going to be really fun. The green flame on the star map was fun to see. Uh, we talked a little bit about this, but on the map, you do see the uh, the whales, the pergles. They're coming. on the map. It was in the sky, I think. In like, the sky. Well, it's not in the clouds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they thought in the clouds. Uh, you see it in the map, too. When, when she puts the map in the little thing, there are mm-hmm. a little bit. And you see it in the end credits. So... That is pretty cool. Um, Han Solo originated from Corellia, so we got to see that Corella. Uh, Coriella? What, what is it called? Corellia. Corellia, right? I think that's what it is. Uh, so Han Solo was from there. That's where he got his start. Uh, also, for those of you who don't know, Chopper is voiced by Dave Filoni. <laughs> so that's always, that's always fun. Um, and I think Rezzy already mentioned the way Sabine kneels and cuts her hair is the same way that uh, Kanan did it in Rebels with his hair. So that was really, really cool. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we got some, you know, really cool Easter eggs in this episode. I think the first one had a few more. Uh, and we got some cool questions in the comments. You want to dive into some of these questions, uh, Jazz? Sure. 
What comments are you looking at, Neves? I'm just curious now. Like, oh, uh, okay, sorry. Uh, Michael said, "Do we know what happened to Ventress?" Um, no. Okay, there is a book called "The Dark Disciple," and mm. I don't want to spoil it, but I recommend reading that. <laughs> all right, so we won't spoil it. I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything off that. All right, all right. so you'll well, have let's to just say we won't be seeing a Saja Ventress anytime soon. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. Um you know what I just really? thought about? They got nine of those hyperdrives off that freaking, you know, shipyard. Yeah. They've yeah. been doing this for a while, man. They've been at it. Yeah. Those people like don't they got like I don't know, man. Like are they paying off some of these like tariff people and like <laughs> how are they doing this? <laughs> They've got to have some more checks and balances in this place. I think that's a good point to bring up because this is showing corruption at the top, highest level of government and whatnot. Yeah. So, like, you know, we're not, we haven't even scratched the surface of how deep corruption and the Sith Empire is still there. Like, it's that's there. True. And people just are pretending, like, oh no, everything's hunky dory. Like, we're all living life. <laughs> Everything, everybody's happy. No, there's a deeper problem here. It, it also goes to explain that even though the Republic might be the good guys, they are so unorganized and incompetent that, like, sometimes people rather have the bad guys be in charge. At least the trains ran on time. <laughs> you know, like, at least things were happening. <laughs> at least mm-hmm. the flow of commerce was all right. <laughs> like, the economy, guys, <laughs> who cares if they're war criminals and they're racist? The economy was fine. <laughs> That's kind of, like, how they're doing it. So, I don't know. But, they're like, even in Andor, like, you can see how incompetent they are in, in a lot of this stuff. I, I mean, not incompetent. Even in Andor, you see, like, they were just, like, vicious, but they had this, like, legal thing, and the prisons were, like, strict, and they had everything organized really, really well. They were just really, really evil. And here we see the opposite. They're good, but they're really, really unorganized and don't know what they're doing. Kind of like our <laughs> government. I was like, oh, my God, you hit something right on the head there, Neves. Like, <laughs> should, I say it? should I say it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's why it was so easy for the First Order to make the galaxy great again. <laughs> All these gems. So many gems. Oh, my God. <laughs> make the galaxy great again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the best comment of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's telling it. Uh, Rezzy, did you have some uh, some last things you wanted to talk about? You said you had some comments for the final convo. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So one thing I loved about the episode um, was uh, when Morgan, Lady Morgan says, the appearance of Ahsoka troubles you. Um, and so she oh, asked yeah. him to just kind of sense, you know, like, you know, whether she's, you know, coming after them. And he said, um, you know, her presence in the force is elusive, but her determination is vivid. She is on her way. I was like, damn. Yeah. And then, and then she's like, he said, uh, Baylor says, uh, to kill her will be a shame. There's so yes. left. I thought that was really fascinating. And then she, and then she, Lady Morgan was a quick, quick back, sentimental, true, right? And that, that was just kind of like the end of that. And it, I thought it was just, such a remarkable conversation because it shows that uh Balin is still like very connected or maybe he respects Jedi and the Jedi order 
but for some reason he left right and so that's why what makes his character so unique like he is very compared to anyone i've seen in star wars thus far he comes off very regal yeah. and for like a jedi to come off that regal i mean there haven't been that many there have been a few right but i think he's really carrying it quite well and he's a very fascinating character especially that conversation I agree. It's a ve- uh, very fascinating character, and it's really sad that the actor who played him passed away. I think that's that sucks, man. Yeah, it, it's really sad. It's very tragic. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know, man. But this this episode was pretty good. Um, I don't know how people feel about these first few episodes. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's not like Book of Boba Fat, where I was like, ugh, like I had a hard time getting it. Uh, onto it and the fact that we're getting like more than just six episodes makes me happy um i don't know i really like it i am an ahsoka fan i really really like these new jedi non-jedi non-sit characters uh lady morgan not captain morgan is a great (laughs) they have all these great characters like i there's no and then just there's just something nostalgic about seeing the rebels crew again man like it really is man it was Seeing Captain Hera, seeing Chopper, it was really, really fun. And we saw uh, Zeb in, uh, what was it, Andor? Or did we see him in Mandalorian? I think we saw him in The Mandalorian. In The Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett. No, I think it was. was No, no, no. I think we saw him in the last season of The Mandalorian, I believe. It was was Mandalorian, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he He was just in a bar. Um, so we've seen yep. everybody except for Hera's son. Yeah, Jason. And even mm-hmm. see, uh, you know, the uh, hologram of Ezra too. So, oh yeah, we see clearly. The of Ezra. I mean, the fact that they like also casted a hologram, you know, an actor to do the hologram. Yeah, I think he's coming. I think he's coming. When oh, yeah, I don't know. Sure. And actually, just a for me, my nostalgia is like negative twenty three minutes because I finished the series twenty three minutes after the. <laughs> premiere of ahsoka for the <laughs> first time so i ne- i never watched uh, i'll be honest i never i didn't watch rebels or clone wars when i heard the show was coming out i had to do my homework um so and my you know hardcore star wars nerd friends put me to shame every time i mentioned that so well now you're all caught up and uh, it ends exactly and even better, it's all fresh in your head because i watched it years ago exactly. so i have to like have to call back and be like like what are other war crimes that Chopper do? <laughs> <laughs> For you, they're fresh in your head. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah All right. Well, Rosie, thank you so much for joining us, man. It's always a pleasure having you on. You are, are the third nerd. And uh, we'll have you back for the rest of the season, man. It'll be really cool. Thank you. Um, and listen, if anybody wants to be on our episode of Ahsoka, let us know. And we're going to bring will... MTF on at some point. He's yeah. Awesome, he's, yeah. He's, he's got. He's funny, man. He's got some, Michael's got some great jokes. Um, we will be recording Ahsoka every, what is it? Is, is, is it Thursday or Friday? That we, it's supposed Thursday. to be Wednesday because it comes out Tuesday at 9 p.m. nowadays. Wednesday, Wednesday, okay. Wednesday at 3 a.m., yeah. So this Wednesday we will be doing Ahsoka, and then I believe Tuesday we're going to try to do Blue Beetle. Have you seen Blue Beetle yet, Jess? I am scheduled to watch it tomorrow. Okay, so we'll have to do Blue Beetle, and then we'll do Ahsoka, uh, and that'll be for this week. And then also stay tuned for our ep- weekly episode of Salam Weekly, where we go over the week's 
news and entertainment, our lives, and just a bunch of random gibberish stuff that we talk about with no plan whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So, so you have no plan whatsoever. Real quick, I got to do mention one more thing before we end the show. Sure. Um, Corellia is the home planet of our favorite crime lord, Akira. And she was oh. played by Amelia Clark. So yes. my theory has always been we're going to see Amelia Clark in Star Wars more. And I'm kind of hoping it may happen this season. Is she going to have all the powers of the Avengers? <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, we're going to unite all the universes here. <laughs> they're all owned by Disney, who should be paying their writers, by the way, and their actors. All right. Well, listen, guys, thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, guys, salam, nerds. Peace.